This is GRE Bytes. My name is Davis, an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're back to bring you a week, your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. Check out our top-rated GRE self-study program for more at StellarGRE.com. And don't forget, you can use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships. Okay, so I've, I've uh, realized how much time it's going to take me to study for the GRE. I know my test date. I've worked backward my three months. I've set aside the two hours a day. I have a great um, uh, blueprint, you know, a regimen to follow to get there. I've done all my study. I've reliably hit my target score for, you know, several times over the past couple weeks. Now it's the day before my test. Ooh. What do I do on that day? That's a great question. I get asked that question all the time. The short answer is not much. I mean, if you did what you just described, you're an ideal student. I, I love working with ideal students. I mean, you, you put in the time over several months, you're consistently performing at or above your target score. What more do you really need to do? You already have sort of proof of concept that you can do the thing. What how are you going to appreciably move the needle in the next few hours before you take the test? I shouldn't like take two more practice tests. No, you day. should not take. Do you run two marathons the night before a marathon? <laughs> My dude, that does not sound like a good idea. Should I load up on carbs, eat a bunch of pasta? <laughs> Anyone who runs marathons. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wonder. It's like I actually read an article about this um, several years ago. Have you ever seen... You know, I'm not a huge chess fan, but this this author of this article was just flabbergasted by the fact that there are no overweight grandmasters in chess. They burn so many cat. They burn as much as like a soccer player at the pro, you know, World Cup level mm-hmm. playing like three games in one serious match. Because if you're just looking at a chess player, he's just sitting there in his chair. I mean, it's a sedentary. Yes, the brain just eats up calories. It like does. It's the most energy inefficient organ in our body. Um, that's also why it's so important to wear a hat when it's cold, because a lot of the, the heat is leaving your head. I mean, so you, when a person sits down for a four-hour test like the GRE, that person will be expending a great deal of, of calories through thinking real hard. So it might be a good idea to load up on carbs. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done so a study on that. Your official GRE bites. What to do the day before? Pasta, breakfast, lesson, dinner? <laughs> I think it's more like take care of yourself yeah. and, and chill out. I mean, if, if you are performing at or around your target score, there's nothing more that you need to do. All you have to do is, is to show up and execute. So there, I understand the night before the big day, it, it can be nervy. Yeah, butterflies. It, sure. Jitters, yeah. But you have to understand that that nervousness, those jitters, those butterflies could also be excitement. There's very little physiological difference between nervousness and excitement. The difference between those two emotions occurs almost primarily on a cognitive level. Mm -hmm. Nervousness is a certain level of physiological excitation with the cognition or the belief that something bad might happen. Mm -hmm. Excitement is the exact same physiological state, but with the cognition or belief that something good might happen. So basically, if you've done all the prep like I laid out, I kind of gave it away. Like your day before your test should be great and you should just be able to chill. Should be. I mean, why not? It's like see this as an opportunity for you to demonstrate your excellence. I mean, thank God that you have this opportunity. 
It's why you put in all the work and the effort that you have up until this point. Uh, any, any, anything out of the ordinary, just like normal sleep, normal eating, normal, but just relax. Just like be, don't do anything Jerry that day. Well, you, you, at most you could do like one timed problem set. Just to, it's like a light practice. Right. You, you jog before the big game right. kind of just, a thing. Just lubricate the joints. This is where I kind of act as people's grandmothers. So it's like, don't do anything to sabotage your success. It's not my place to tell you what you do with your life, but that probably means not drinking or drugging at least for a few days before the test. You do not want to be mentally foggy or hungover or strung out when you're taking the test. Like, why, why do that to yourself? Save that for the celebration if that's what you're into. I mean, you're not recommending abstinence too, are you? In the sense of In the days chastity? beforehand? Chastity? <laughs> well, it, you know, it, you get... I wonder. So I don't know if you know this, but a lot of heavyweight boxing champions forego all forms of sexual activity in the weeks or the months prior to a a major bout. This has to do with sublimation. The, The sexual drive is incredibly powerful, especially in men. And if it's being diffused through sexual activity, then the the potency of that drive is compromised. And so we call this sublimation in psychology. This is where we, we channel a, uh, a less than pro-social drive into a pro-social activity. This, but that's not really where I was going with this. Okay, I'm sorry. But you might that. have a point. Um, I, don't, I don't personally recommend doing that myself. Yeah, but so that's not... Okay, but, but definitely things that would compromise your, your cognitive ability or even just your physiological well-being to be at your relaxed optimum. Yes. It's, at this point, we want you to be re- relaxed in a state of openness, flexibility, acuity confidence yeah so don't drink or drug in the days beforehand definitely get a good night's sleep but more than that if the test is scheduled at a time that forces you to like wake up earlier than you normally would then that's also something you have to work into your routine in the days before test acclimatize your body and your circadian rhythm to be in sync with the time you'll need to be up to take the test and be clear exactly okay some folks like to if they haven't been to the testing center if they're going to go to a in-person testing center they like to plan out their route plan for traffic some people even take a dry run to the testing center the night before they drive drive there just drive there so that even driving there you're not confronted with like google maps or traffic or absolutely there's no surprise it's like what if there's no parking lot here and you didn't plan that you have to 10 minutes or do street parking and now you're 10 minutes behind and you're feeling flustered it's like you definitely do not want to go into this test with any surprises you know yeah that's a great that's a great suggestion great idea a lot of folks do that i think it does help to ensure that there are fewer surprises on test day um the day you the day of, I highly recommend that you have a good breakfast or lunch, that you get some kind of physical activity in, mm-hmm. you want to get the juices flowing, and that you should do practice problems before the test. The day of the test. Yes, absolutely. Warm up. Yeah, coach doesn't send you to the game cold. If you're going to sub you in, you're going to be running up and down the sidelines a little bit. 
Right. Right. You don't want to, the first questions that you do that day to be the ones that count. That's silly. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you do a whole full length problem set before the test. That also is probably not in your best interest because it's hard enough to do a four hour test. We don't want to have to make it four, four and a half, half or even longer. Yeah. So I generally recommend doing, I don't know, four or five problems. And these should be problems that you've actually already solved. They shouldn't be new problems. Interesting. Like before, just that, is that just so you know that you're getting the right answer? Or? Partly. Like it's also, it's getting the juices flowing, practicing the approaches and the skills that you've studied and feeling like you're getting it right. It's like before a basketball game, the guys are doing layups. Mm-hmm. They're not doing like weird three half court shots, shots with a hand yeah. in their face. Yeah. You know, like that's what the game is for. Mm-hmm. So they're getting into the rhythm. They're seeing the ball go in the net. It's like, okay, I got this. I remember what I'm here to do. The ball's going in. Excellent. Yeah. So day before, at most one full practice. You yeah. Have 35 Look at your minutes, cheat sheet. That should, yeah. you know, you should know that backwards and forwards by now. So it's really just letting those synapses fire one more time. And the, the cheat sheet, just for anyone who might not be familiar, there's in the Stellar GRE uh, protocol that my buddy Orion here has spent years developing. You can get all of what you need to know on a, a single piece of paper. Yeah, everything you need to know for a perfect score in the quantitative section can be written on the front and back of a regular size sheet of paper. Correct. That's right. And that's what we call the cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you have that, you can review that a little bit the day before, maybe do one full run. Uh, the next day, do you get, uh, remind me, you don't get to bring the cheat sheet with you, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Just make sure, don't. Then you're actually cheating. <laughs> don't try, yeah, don't try to take that with you on the day of. Well, you do, you get to take it with you, but it's in your mind, there Davis. You yeah. So you absolutely get to take it into your testing center, but you don't get to take the paper. Right. So yes, you should be taking the information in, but no, unfortunately you yeah. don't get to take the cheat sheet. Um no, that's good. And then the day of, yeah, sleep. Just I'm just hitting all, you know, re going back through everything you've said. The point is just to work against the the little voice of anxiety that people are subject to experiencing that tells you that you have to do something now, that there's more that you can do, there's something that you're missing. That the voice of anxiety is anxious. And it's trying to keep you safe, but it doesn't always give you the best advice. That's right. So remember that uh, nervousness or anxiety can be the same physiological thing as excitement. It is the same With a different frame of mind. Absolutely. With the expectation that there could be a positive outcome because you've prepped for three months. You're hitting your target scores. You can relax this day. Just do light warm-ups. Take it easy. Take a breath. Get some good sleep. Eat well. Yeah, that's the importance of visualization. We did an episode about that, which is like, see yourself succeeding. See this test as an opportunity for you to get what you want and move on with your life. That's right. That's right. Well, that's uh, Orion's take on what to do the day before. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another bite-sized episode. If you have any topic you'd like to discuss, please let us know. Email us stellargre at gmail.com and if you're ready to take your prep to the next level learn everything that's on that cheat sheet check out our top rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com you can use the code BITES for 10% off any membership